Hey, what's up? What's up, good people? This is Fight Up KC. We are live here. Oh man, I got I got two awesome guests here, smarter than me, uh, way smarter than me. Uh, this this guys are entrepreneurs. Uh, they are have their own websites out and they got things going. So I got my main man Roy Scott here. I got Garib Garibi here. Um, and I did not I forgot to mention that Roy Scott was actually on what is it called? Uh, uh, Shark Tank. He was actually yeah. on Shark Tank. I forgot to mention that in the ad, but you guys know that he was on Shark Tank and. Man, we're just about to get started. Somebody get this started real quick. Let him know where you are, Roy Scott, because your uh, man, your resume is is phenomenal. Because you were uh, you were on Shark Tank and you also won the 2018 uh, Rainier Institute of Entrepreneurship in 2018. Absolutely. And tell me, what who is Roy Scott? Let people know who you are. Yeah, Roy Scott is a man that's passionate about life, passionate about family, uh, passionate about God, and uh, yeah. bringing my business to life, man. So born and raised here in Kansas City. Uh, heavily influenced by the hip-hop culture yeah. uh, as a kid was on the other side of the tracks and but I uh, turned my life around and now I'm doing healthy hip-hop for kids and, okay. and a startup tech company Wow 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 that's like revolutionizing hip-hop like that's like having your own trend you know and I love that that's what I mean that's what this show is all about doing something that's different but in your own way Absolutely. right so Garib Garibi tell them I, I've known you since 2016 because actually yeah, people yeah. do not know this I'm gonna let them know you gave me um, a tour. Uh, you were an ambassador, international ambassador, when I came here in 2016. You gave me a tour, and I was like, yo, I want to be an ambassador. And the next year, 2017, I was a, I was an ambassador, right? Yeah, yeah you and were then, an amazing one. Yeah, <laughs> I was there for like a semester, but I had yeah, something going yeah. on, but I had to leave, but then I'm back. But let me tell people about you. So you have your, uh, it was uh, before, it was, what was it called before? It's, it's called Deep Lens. Deep Lens, now yeah. it's Olex. Yeah. And it's basically, and it's, Olex, yeah. it, it, it's a, a, a glass or a website that... Well, it's, a, it's basically a headset. So okay. it's an actual device. It's a headset uh, that has glasses and the camera. That camera is equipped with the Samaya algorithm. Okay. That we developed at our lab here at UMKC, and uh, it's able to describe basically the world for blind people wow. or people who are visually impaired to help them become more independent doing basic things. Wow! Yeah. Uh, we are blessed to have our vision, and it's really cool. And sometimes we don't we take all the blessings we have for guaranteed. Yeah. But things like even telling what time it is, it could be really very difficult for blind people. We never think about it. That is true. So, you uh, see. Yeah. Um, so let me let people know. Uh, so the Rainier Institute, you are the 2019. You are the the, the recent one, right? You uh, just, yeah. You yeah, just want health, that. So track, 2018, yeah. 2019, all <laughs> and a half. Two chapters and a half today. So yo, let people know who is Gary Garibi. Who is Gary Garibi? So Gary Garibi is a very simple guy who is very passionate also, mind. very passionate about life, technology, and helping others. Okay. And uh, yeah, I try just to make sure that whatever I I, I learn. It's uh, actually helpful for other people and can be implemented in the real world for a good cause. A lot of work that is done by PhD or academia usually just is, is just published on papers and goes online yes. and that's it. So you know, you got to make sure that whatever you do, you like it, you love it, and it, it helps someone else. So wow. That's what we are going to get into that because I love that mindset. Um, you are, where are you from? Let people know where you're from so that way they know. <laughs> it's actually complicated. I'm okay. Originally, my dad is uh, from Syria. My mom is is from Russia. Okay. But I wow. lived, I grew up in Saudi Arabia. Wow, it is it's complicated. It's like all the way. You are uh, uh what, what is it called? The United Nations. You are so one Whenever person. someone asks me what's your culture shock, I'm like, I don't know many <laughs> culture shocks that I was little. Wow, that's insane. Okay. Let me get right back. So Roy Scott, um so why 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 hip hop? Why do you think there's a need for it to be clean hip hop? Why do you think you are the person to do that? Why why is that your call? Well, um, <clears throat> kind of 
kind of my story. So again, I know how uh, influential hip hop is just yeah. on people, period, especially on kids. And uh, we were just talking about this before we started the show, yeah. how they can basically probably remember a song from 20 years ago. Exactly. But sometimes it's hard to remember what you learned in school from 20 <laughs> years ago. True, true. Um, so first we started with hip hop, and I was that kid who was just, I was in love with the music. I was yeah. love with, in love with the culture. Yeah. And I didn't have a lot of guidance around me. Uh, so I grew up and made some poor decisions. Exactly. After, wow. I, after I graduated high school, I had an opportunity to play Division One basketball ball yeah. um, and go to college and I was like no I'm gonna skip all that and I'm gonna pursue being a street rapper so wow. that's so wasn't the smartest decision wow. but kind of on that journey I had my wake-up call yeah. when I was picking up my son he was about five years old at the time his name right. is Justice and I picked him up from school we started repeating my lyrics word for word wow. you know those lyrics were promoting drugs wow. violence degrading women and so that was my light bulb moment that you know what I can't do this anymore and that inspired me to create a positive alternative, which is healthy hip hop. And kind of like what you said, um, really no one was doing it. I'm kind of exactly. in my own lane. Got exactly. a couple out there, like you got kids, Bob, but, and, yeah. I, and, and I'm not, not knocking them because they've been successful, but yeah. it's still a little watered down. Yeah. Like our stuff, we maintain the integrity of the culture. So exactly. our music and, and our programming is thorough. It's what the kids like, but it's yeah. all clean cut. So we started primarily going into schools, doing a lot of live events, wow. um, doing uh, professional development. Big picture that wasn't scalable, so we pivoted to the tech to a tech company. Yeah. And so now we got an online platform that educators use in the classroom to live stream music and video content to help support the curriculum. Wow. And the next phase is we're launching a mobile app that's similar to TikTok, where kids can create custom video content, but in a safer environment for children. Whoa. Okay. Okay. I just lost focus. Like you were just like, man, you are, man. That's a lot. I was just like, dang, that's a lot. Dang, that's see, that's impactful. And the thing is this, um, people. Kensley has so much talent, you know, and like people do not know that. And I met you at OHUP. That was mm -hmm. last, that was last, last, last couple weeks ago. Couple yeah. weeks ago. And I was like, yeah, we, we gotta connect. And then when you told me your show, I was like, yo, you gotta come to my show. Like Straight you gotta up. come to my. And I want to say this. So people who maybe the color is a little bit different, but he's matching his hat and his, his sweater is matching. <laughs> oh, like man, he is on, he's on flick. He's on flick. <laughs> okay. So Garif, let me know. So uh, like you said, basically there are a lot of professors on campus who have their, you know, their research going on, but it's more of like you had a paper and it's over. But you were like, I want to actually make this happen and actually bring it to life. What was that for you? Why do you think it was your your thing to do? Why? Uh, well, it's actually it has always been my thing since I was five. Okay. I always loved uh, making things and creating things. It actually started even uh, when I was very uh, little. Uh, especially in middle school, I created, I think, my first little business. I created a website before Expedia or uh, Booking.com existed. Wow. <laughs> so I created a website where I listed a lot of hotels and restaurants in my city manually. So I had to, to go and take pictures of them and list their information on the website, wow. and I ended up selling that website. Um, How much did you make a lot of money? A uh, decent amount. A of decent amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, I always loved computers. I actually, a lot of, um, something a lot of people don't know about me is that I went to med school after high school. Wow. after one year and a half, I dropped out. I knew that was, that was not my thing. Yeah. I was always passionate about technology and computers. So, um, um, I loved, I loved always to create things yeah. that will help, that will help others, that will, that will do something for other people. Exactly. Uh, you look around you, uh, I'm thankful and grateful that I grew up in a very good and, uh, amazing environment, amazing family, but uh, I was blessed in so many other things that other people did not have. So I wanted to make sure that other people also have some uh, good opportunities in life. Yeah. So specifically, Deep 
plants or owlets stop yeah. because I wanted to actually help a friend of mine. Wow. So, uh, wow. I think that's why. Wow, that's, that's a huge why. I want to say this, though. I, I have a joke. Um, a friend of mine was actually in the same competition that you were in. And then he had, a, he had I think he had something, uh, he, he created something. And when uh, you presented your stuff, you had like an app, and you, you scanned it, and it, sh it says um, this item. He was like, well, why am I here? Like, well, what am I here for? This guy out here is like doing a lot, you know. And I'm like, man, that, that cracked me up. Because I was, I was actually at that event. And I was yeah. like, man, this is next level, you know. And I mean, this generation, it's... When I see people like both of you, I'm like, man, I'm not small. I can't even do well, this. Well, no, I think you're small. You're, 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 you're an outstanding person. I really love you, Zeke. I, I, I know you before this program. And uh, you're, I, I just love you. Every time I see you, I'm like, I'm super happy. And uh, you're always active and you're always alive. I love that smile on you. You're always Thank smiling. You. That's what's... That's what's important. That's, that's a lot good. of people are very smart in books, but when it comes to life, they're like just dumb. Exactly. <laughs> that, I mean, that, that's a fact too. Well, let, let me do this. Um, so, Rory Scott, uh, your your app. What do you? What is the vision for your app? Where do you see it going so far? Because um, you started, you won. Oh, tell me, tell us about the Shark Tank event. Because like that, that you told me, I want people to hear about it. So me that too. way, because I want to, I want people. I heard, I was, I was like, whoa, what happened? Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Yeah, so it was good and bad. So um, in 2015, we pitched, okay. uh, September 2015, we pitched on Shark Tank, okay. and we successfully closed the deal with Kevin O'Leary, wow. Mr. Wonderful, one of the hardest sharks to close, wow. and he was committing a $500,000 investment to our company. Wow. And so we knew more important than this deal that once this episode airs, this is going to be our national exposure, this yeah. is our tipping point. Well, only to have our episode blocked from airing and our deal pulled off the table because ABC, the network that Shark Tank comes on, is owned by Disney. Dang. And they looked at our children's programming as competition. Wow. So welcome to Hollywood is what we were told. Wow. You know, so they basically but took a crap on us. Dang. So uh, the best and worst validation. So Disney sees us as a threat, so we're on to something, but we just lost our national exposure and we just exactly. lost our deal with Mr. Wonderful. Wow. And so after that, that's when we I made the pivot. I was like, well, how are we going to get to the next level? And that's when I got in the trenches of all the entrepreneurial resources that Kansas City had to offer. Yeah. Uh, secured about $100,000 in grants um, to develop our technology. Exactly. So and then we tested it, and now uh, we're doing actually doing a beta test right now, getting prepared to do a full launch in 2020. So okay. it's been a journey. So uh, yeah, that Shark Tank deal was yeah it was. I can laugh about it now, but yeah, man, I was back then. Yeah, I was depressed when I got the news, and ironically enough, you know where Walt Disney's from. He's originally from Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. Our mascot is actually designed by Walt Disney. So he's originally from Kansas City. So. So when I got the news, I was depressed. Um, I'm watching Netflix on my couch. I didn't get up for about a week. And I was watching a movie that came on called Walt Before Mickey. Oh, wow. And it talked about his journey as an entrepreneur and how he had similar moments where he got close but he, and he got rejected, but he stayed resilient yeah. until Disney became what it is today. Wow. And he said, you never know what you're made of until you respond to getting kicked in the teeth. And wow. Well, we had just got Mickey Mouse's big yellow boot. Wow. Right in the face. <laughs> and so wow. Now, so, so now that... Again, it just charged us up. Now I'm, I'm fired up. Yes, let's go. Let's yeah, fire yeah, it up. Just put, gas, just put gas on the fire. Yes. So we're going to go get it. Whoa, well, that that is inspiring as oh man. I mean, for you to get to that point where you're like, I'm at the peak, and then it's just like, Psh, I'm on the, the low. What was that What was that mindset for you? What was that time like for you? Because I know yeah. there are people out there who have had a big vision, and the thing, they, they, they kept to that first step, and they kind of pulled out of them. What was one thing that actually kept you going? Well, it was, just, it was just my faith. Yeah. Just my faith. I knew I, I had the vision in my mind and my heart, and I had faith we're going to get there. It's just going to take some true resilience to get there. So uh, you're right. That was the 
basically our mountain top. We're like, yeah. man, we here, we about to be on. Yeah. To basically getting slammed up in a trash can. So, uh, yeah, it just was fake, man. I had just that much belief in what we were doing. I was like, man, we gonna get there. This is part of the story. Exactly. And we got to keep pushing forward. So faith is was it was everything. Bro. Wow. Well, Garib, let us know. So. Where is what is the vision for Olix? Where is it? Why is why did you actually change the name and where what is the vision for it now? Uh, it's funny we changed the name because there's another product in the market called Deep Lens and it's okay. owned by Amazon. We did not know about it until like we already won the oh, dang. <laughs> wow. competition. So we don't want to go into any legal yes. issues or yes. things like that. It's already a registered trademark and okay. everything. But we totally came up with that name and we loved it. But yeah, anyway. And now Owlix is uh, from Owl, okay. and then uh, IX represents uh, nine features, uh, nine amazing features that the first release of the product will have. Oh, wow. And okay. the vision is to make it um, a personal assistant that will help blind people, or people with vi who are visually impaired to become as much as independent as possible. Wow. So, uh, yeah, we just want them to be able to carry out their daily tasks independently. Wow. And I, I just want to say this too, like someone who is from uh, the Middle East and its diversity, you have kept the entrepreneurship spirit because I, I know you are someone who is, you are not, you don't let that box cover you as, I'm, not, I'm a professor, professor or PhD student. You've always been with the students, you are either your international student ambassador or you are working with students and that's something that I really love about you. And I want to say this, what is, what can you, what is one advice you can give to, you know, younger people who are maybe in classes today who are trying to get a degree? What is one thing you would say that uh, has helped you in pushing through that you think anyone needs to know, like, to push their passion forward? Well, I would say, uh, really, entrepreneurship is about creative thinking. Okay. And a lot of people, everybody's not going to necessarily be an entrepreneur, but everybody can be a creative thinker. True. So uh, my thing is just, man, like you said, think outside the box, uh, identify a problem, and provide a solution. Exactly. That's really entrepreneurship. And... It is finding what you love to do and then acting on that and, and trying to find a way to generate revenue off what you're passionate about. Wow. What do you think, Irene? I think you have, uh, my advice would be to keep experimenting, exactly. ruin things, uh, try different things. Uh, it's really important to follow your intuition and what you love and what yes. you really want to do. Uh, do not try to be and to do the safe things all the time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Just yes. go out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. And this is specifically true for people who are younger. Okay. So uh, undergraduates, it's really safe for you to experiment with different things and uh, follow different dreams because you still have enough time ahead of you yes. to change your career mm -hmm. evenly entirely later in life. So uh, yeah, I went into med school after one year and a half. I, I, I decided that I knew that this is not what I wanted to do exactly. for the rest of my life. So I was able to afford quitting out <laughs> and yes. leaving med school, dropping out at that time, you know. Wow. So I just dropped out and followed what I really love. So follow your intuition. Your heart somehow already knows what you really want to exactly. do. Exactly. Experiment and do the things that you want to, that you really love. Because that will be, that will, you'll wake up every single day in your life and you know what you want to do and mm -hmm. what you want to pursue. So that's really important for I mean, I want to pick it back on you when you say ruin things. I love that. <laughs> I want I want people to hear that ruin things. I think people are so scared of failure that they never actually yeah. try. And you saying that is actually it's it's one of the things I reinforce in this show. Like failure is important. You have to actually fail to find out who you are. And the, the people who are you know at the top today actually fail most time. Failed a lot of times. Elon Musk, you know, when it comes yeah. to uh, Martin Luther King, they all failed, but they never talk about the failures. 
you know, mm-hmm. and that's one thing I, I want us to talk about too. Like, what do you think about failure too? What what is your mindset about failure? Well, my my mindset is there's it's all it's only learning. There's no failing. Exactly. You know, so you might make mistakes. You may fail on your role, but I yeah. think it's just a learning experience for you. So you learn from it and you keep pushing forward. Yeah. The issue is, is that, like I said, a lot of the time people are scared to fail, so they don't try. Or when they fail, they quit. Mm. So you just got to keep going. Even if you fail, that doesn't mean it's over for you. Just yeah. you got to take a different direction or, or take a different approach and learn from your mistakes. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. You already said a little bit about it, but touch up it a little bit. Uh, actually, growing up, I reached a very comfortable level where I only knew winning. <laughs> <laughs> when I look at it back, and I was sometime even very comfortable with that, and I was very proud of it. I was always at the top of the class. I always won all the competitions. But at one level, you just get bored, and you are not excited about what you do anymore. Yeah. And I learned that after one of the first failures. But as you said, it was a great learning experiment. Exactly. Um, if you if you don't go down, if you don't feel really like reach the bottom of your life, <laughs> it will be really difficult to move forward. When yeah. we are at that point, we really get a whole new level of energy, a whole new level of spiritual thinking and belief exactly. that really sharpen us to go stronger and faster and better in life. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, that's really important. You might want to come closer to the mic. Yeah, that's important. People can hear you and be like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> that is, that's fantastic, man. I mean, I, I just... My thing is this, I always believe, I don't know if, if you guys believe with me, but I believe that, you know, for you to get to the top, you have to be around people who are going to the top. You know, choose people you want to hang around with, which is a, a great thing that people actually put aside because they don't see that. They think, I can just hang around with anyone and make it up, you know. What has that been for you? Have you have a, you know, a, a starting connect group that actually, or let me say a friend group that you think have been able to elevate you to where you are today? Yeah, for me, it was about having the right mentors, okay. the right advisors. Uh, so I had to form an advisory board. Kind of what I learned on my entrepreneurship journey was okay. I had to put together a strong advisory board. Okay. So I'm working with gentlemen like Davion Ross, who's oh, wow. the founder of Shot Tracker, um, wow. has a strong body of work, who's exited companies, who's raised lots of money. Yeah. You know, surrounding myself with people like that. So you know, again, I can learn and I can, like I said, position myself to, you know, you want to be around, you want to be around what you are, are trying to achieve. Exactly. And so that's what I've been surrounding myself as far as my advisory board, even with my, uh, my newest co-founder I brought on board. We share the same mindset and we're trying to elevate each other. And it's all about to have a, being around people to, with the right mindset and the yes. right body of work. Yes. What do you think, Yuri? Uh, that's very true. And uh, we have this saying that they tell me who your friends are, I tell you who you are. Yes, that's true. <laughs> right? That is true. That's so true. You're always, and we also say that, they say that the, the rotten apple makes the rest of the apples around it true. also like it's rotten. Yep. And that's also true for success. If you really want to be successful, you have to hang out with more successful yes. friends. Uh, they will push you forward. They will make you feel that you gotta work harder. You have to work harder. You, you should do something. Yes. It's different when you hang out with someone else who's not really educated or they don't really care about important yes. things that you care about, it'll be really very difficult to move forward. Exactly. You need always someone to motivate you. And yeah. and that is I mean that is so true because you know, you have your friend group who are not motivated, who are saying it, when you bring up something they say it's a it's a what, what is it called? Uh the scheme what is it the thing called I forgot the name where it's like, you know, the the people are Ponzi Ponzi pun, 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 Ponzi scheme, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have something you want to do and they say They've done it already before. Why do you think you want to do it? You know, why do you think it was, it's your thing to do? And people always ask you questions you can't even answer. You're like, I, I don't know. I just want to do it. And those kind of people are people you don't want to have around. You know. Uh, there, 
one small thing there is that mm -hmm. I had some kind of friends and they actually were genuinely good people. Got they it. just did not care. They did not have, uh, let's say, enough great mentors in their life to tell yes. them, hey, what you're doing is, is wrong. You have to focus on your education. You have to focus exactly. on what you do. Yes. So those type of friends, they're actually genuinely good, but they lacked proper guidance and proper education, yeah. proper uh, proper mentorship. So I'll try to, to, to pull them with me, yeah. <laughs> to tell them or to show them, uh, or sometimes to guide them, advise them, give them some little advice. But there are some other people who are genuinely bad. They don't want you to succeed. Exactly. They are super jealous. They are full of jealousy and the haters. Yeah, <laughs> the haters. <laughs> <laughs> you want to avoid those, those people. Sometimes people to you, you don't even know. Yeah, yeah you want true. to avoid those people. That's true. Yeah. Um, let me let me start with you. Um, so when people hear about startups, it's is this a big word? Is this uh, being an entrepreneur? Is this a big word? They don't know where to start. You have you already have uh you know your your company started up. What was that? What was your step to step? What was that like? How did you get started? You have to have something that you really care about and you're really passionate about. Okay. That's that's the most important thing. Now there are a lot of uh, things and concepts in the startup world and uh, entrepreneurship thing. And um, I believe that you can even be an entrepreneur, entrepreneur even if you don't have an idea at all. Yeah. But uh, when it comes to something that you really want to build and make your own company and all start startup, in order to succeed, you have to have something that you believe in, exactly. right? So you have to have a great goal that you pursue. You wake up every day in the morning or even don't sleep at night yeah. <laughs> thinking that you want to do that thing because yeah. you care about it, right? Yeah. So the first thing that really sharpens you is that I care about this thing and I want to make it happen. Yeah. So that's the most important thing when it comes to startups. What do you What do you think? Uh, so the question was, what's the most important? Yes. What is uh, What is you know a lot of people when when they think about startups, it's a this big word, and mm -hmm. they don't ever stop because they think I don't know A B C to D. What do you think is the, maybe the first step that actually can make you make it look easier and start up immediately? Well, there's nothing that's going to make it look easier because startups <laughs> are extremely challenging. Yeah. very hard. That's why a lot of people never start up. True. You know what I mean? So um, what I would say is there's a lot of resources out there right now. There's okay. a lot of like educational material and, and, and programs. Yeah. For example, like you can do startup weekends. So like Techstars yeah. and stuff like that, they do startup weekends where yeah. you kind of come in, uh, work on an idea, and maybe build like a prototype on an Envision app or something like that. Yeah. But, I would say really start small and, and work fast. You know, have okay. the big picture in mind, but be willing to start very small and then take the steps. Uh, a lot of people want to see that end result, but don't want to go through the process because yeah. the process is long, is long and hard. Yeah. You know, they say you're going to work 15 years on a project to be an overnight success. You know what I mean? Wow. So you're going to work on that for a minute. So I would say definitely, you know, identify your purpose and passion. That's first and foremost. Yeah. And then get educated and start going to these startup weekends, start going through these pre-accelerator programs. Yeah. Start, there's so much out there, and there's, and there's a lot of funding, for example, like the uh, Rainier Institute Challenge yeah. uh, in Kansas City. There's Digital Sandbox that'll give you a $20,000 grant to develop the early phases of your technology. Okay. Uh, go through like a Kaufman Fast Track program. I went, through, I went through Kaufman Fast Track. So after Shark Tank, that failure, you know, I went through Kaufman Fast Track, okay. I did Digital Sandbox, I did Lean Lab, Launch KC, I kind of just worked the, the system. Yeah, so wow. really get entrenched in your local entrepreneurial system okay. and then, you know, kind of take it from there. Okay. 
how do you, I mean, you kind of, you guys can even touch upon it. How do you find your passion? How do you define what that is for yourself? How do you find, this is one thing I want to do all my life. How does that start for you? How do you start in that path? Yeah, I think my man hit on it. It's just really what's in your heart. I yeah. think you know in your heart and your mind, like what you love to do, uh, you just got to tap into it. really about, you really got to find yourself first. You, yeah. you got you to gotta love yourself, believe in yourself, and really find yourself first, mm-hmm. and then... I think those things come to you in life. You start discovering, you know, what, you know, you love and what you want to do in life. Exactly. I think it's kind of a, it's really a self-discovery yeah. before you can even get into uh, being an entrepreneur or doing anything in life. Yeah. I think you got to really find it out. What do you think, Arif? I totally agree with what he just said. It's a self-discovery. Yeah. That's why I say the ruin things and experimental things. Mm. Uh, specifically for college kids, I'll say just take... <laughs> as many diverse uh, courses as possible. Yes. A lot of these courses. Sometimes you'll just take one course and you're like, wow, I'm, this is really fascinating. I'm, I like this literary course, you know? Oh, yeah. And uh, that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. So um, sometimes you never know where your actual passion is until exactly. you try it. So uh, you have to keep trying. Yes, yeah, that's, I mean, that's important. I, I believe that 100% because people never start because they think it's going to be this one big uh, thing. Of course, they're going to say, this is your thing. But it's never a voice. No one is going to tell you that. And no. you start a path and something has happened. You just go through it and then life just starts happening. And I think um, when I had um, the, the chancellor here, he said one thing to me. He said that never get stuck in one door. Just keep going and doors will open for you. That's never true. think it's going to be one thing. No, it's not going to be one thing. There's a lot of things you can do. Yeah. You know. And I mean, today, there's a, there's a lot of you know, entrepreneurs everywhere. Everyone is trying to be that entrepreneur. Everyone is trying to do something different. You know, What is... Do you guys have books you read or who motivates you? What what inspires you to do what you do? Let me start with you, Gary. What inspires you? What motivates you? Well, um, my technology inspires me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Inspired. <laughs> Self-inspired. <laughs> it's an AI, right? And the main goal behind AI is that it teaches itself and it grows better okay. every day. So, um, yeah, I, I read a lot, and uh, there's a lot of different books that I enjoy reading in different areas, not only entrepreneurship. Okay. Actually, in entrepreneurship, that's the least thing I, I read about. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but I, I, I'm focusing on my technology without yeah. looking at the competitors at the moment. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm really focusing that it really works and it really can achieve the goal that I built it to, yes. to solve, or the problem to solve. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what... I actually had a couple of PMKC students who are who have visual who are visually impaired. They oh. tried the technology and they're like that uh, smile on their face wow. and that headset first narrated or read something. Wow. That's what really reminds me of like yeah, what you're wow. doing is really great. It's like one of those videos you watch and you wow. like to start crying. You yes, know? wow, but, um, wow. That no, I, I think I'm lucky that I have found something. Yes. It's not only um, creative but it's also noble. Yeah. To say. So wow. Same thing applies to our education. I think education is, is critical, right? It's yes. the core of our lives and our future. So, yeah. So, what, you, what motivates you? What inspires you? I don't talk about it much, but really, uh, it's very, this is a very spiritual journey for okay, me. Yes. And I think the most thing I stand on is just the Word of God. Yeah. You know, so okay. I'll stay deep in that. I'll stay studying that strong. Yeah. And that's what keeps, like when I said earlier, my faith. That keeps me pushing strong, but I have read a few entrepreneurship books like um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah, yeah. I read that. Uh-huh. Um, uh, there's one called Pitching Hacks that I really like that kind of uh-huh. talks about, you know, your elevator pitch, your high concept pitch, et cetera. Um, but for me, it's really just, it's just, just a strong spiritual um, 
belief and faith that just keeps me going. Yeah, wow, that's that's fantastic. Um, let me ask you guys, how what is life after winning twenty grand? Is it twenty grand you guys won? Well, what what do you guys do with? Do you guys go and like pop champagne and like spend it all and like get you know? What do you guys do with the money? Oh, you guys no. <laughs> get party? <laughs> Well, see, the thing is, with, and, and I know you know, is that when you're raising money, like 20 grand, it seems like something. But yeah. That's, that's yeah. a lot of money. <laughs> oh, really? I, I need, just give me 20 grand. I'll, I'll, I'll know. I'll know no. when I get it. Yeah, 20 grand, I mean, when you, were, when you started, you have a startup company, especially a tech company, I yeah. mean, 20 grand, it's, I'm not going to complain, especially because it was a grant, so it's non-dilutive, yeah. so there's no equity involved, but... Uh, 20 grand doesn't go very far, to be honest with you. I mean, so we put it all towards our technology. So we wow. put it all towards development. For, to give you an example, a lot of the price, like stuff is more affordable now because more technology, more software is available. Yeah. So, it, so it doesn't cost as much to build an app today as it maybe yeah. did five or 10 years ago. True. But you're still probably looking at, you know, 150 grand, you know, to really fully wow. flesh out a, a mobile application. Yeah. If, unless you, unless you develop on your own, so you might develop you might develop your own technology. And if you do your own development, yeah. Yeah. you're gonna be able to do it better because yeah. you got you know how to work all the you know if it's Unity or if it's you know whatever the software you're using. But I'm not I, I'm not IT savvy, so okay. I got the vision, but I had to hire a, a firm it. to do it for me. So okay. for me, it cost me 150 grand or more. You know, for G, it might be less because he yeah. actually is developing. So he probably didn't have the money with him. <laughs> See, what I was thinking is this, you know, what I was thinking is this, if I had 20 grand, like, I just buy this, this, this room and put a sign outside, do not come in unless you're on the show. Yeah. I just buy the whole room. I, I didn't know it was that little, but yeah. let us know. Actually, I, I want to thank uh, UMKC because actually we won the, yeah. the Renewal Institute uh, uh, Challenge and we also won the Entrepreneurship Quest. Oh, wow. So the entrepreneurship quest, we also won another 15000 Oh, wow. Uh, so you got money, money. You got all the money because you know how to do the apps. So, like, you you got to give me some checks. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's actually not a lot of money at all. Yeah. Almost 90% we all spend it on legal paperwork oh, for a patent, for yeah. filing a patent. Oh, yeah, patent is so expensive, it's like what you're doing. We did not pay for marketing. We did not hire anyone else. We did not pay anything for prototyping or anything. All that is going to go towards patent. Wow. Know? So that's wow. crazy. It, it, it sounds like a lot to party. Maybe you can. That's a lot of money. You can do that's a lot, lot of money to do with twenty grand. You know what I mean? If I go twenty grand, I, they know me the whole Westport. You know what I mean? But that's, that's on the side. Anyways, um, we're almost at the end of the show, but I want to do this. Um, there, tell people two things that no one knows about you. Two things no one knows about you. Not uh, no one. Yeah. No, I. People, maybe our friends know, but like the world doesn't know because this is global. We, we're yeah, global. Got you. We're yeah, global. global over here. <laughs> well, two things. One is that, so when I was doing my uh, gangster rap okay. stuff, I started with Tech 9 many years ago. Oh, wow. And so we did a song together called Misery. Oh, wow. Yeah, what? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that got me up. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, okay. so my, my rap name back then was Mac James. Okay, okay. And so uh, Mac James and Tech Nine was oh, called Misery. Yeah, yeah, you look it up. It's just on YouTube. Wow, okay. It's called Misery. The other one thing is that, uh, so I was on the same label. It was called Midwest Side Records. Okay. It was run by a gentleman named Diamond Shields. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, he actually passed away not too long ago. But he was like the Kansas City version of like Masterpiece. So he was okay. the dude that was hustling but putting his money into the music. And... Um, we actually had a deal on the table with Sony, had a uh, record deal on the table with Sony. Wow. Uh, but he turned it down. Dang. He turned it down because at the wow. time he was having so much street money, he didn't, but he didn't want to turn it over legit. So yeah. he turned the deal down. Wow. 
And he did the same thing actually with Tech Nine because him and Tech, they were living with Quincy Jones uh, and, and his son, QD3. They were living with him wow. in California. Uh, Warner Brothers was starting their first urban side of the label. And Tech Nine was their first artist, and he had, he actually turned down that deal as well. Oh Lord, so, yeah, yeah. what? So, Dang, yeah. yeah, that's something definitely no one knows about. Um, let us know what are the two things no one knows about you. Not no one, the, the world does not know about Jerry Jones. I don't know. <laughs> um, got me on card. <laughs> you can just say I probably don't know a lot of things about you, so you just say something you think I do not know about you. I don't know. A lot of say a lot of people saying I think they don't know that I play karate. You I did not I know that. You, you knew that. I, I think. probably did a long time ago, but I now yeah. you reminded me. So you play okay. I, uh, so you, I, yeah, I already got my black belt, first black belt when I was in high school. Oh, wow. I just started a new style since I came to Kansas City in twenty fourteen and now I'm brown belt on that style. Oh dang. So uh so yeah. you you, you, oh, you talk so, too, huh? Yeah, so you talk. Yeah. So, yeah. so if I get real, real, real feisty, you you get me down or? Not really. I like it. I like karate. It's a way to to uh, not only stay fit, yeah. but also try to avoid such situations. You know? <laughs> hey, if I do new karate, I'm gonna beat everybody. I just go out there like, yo, hey, you you want to fight today? Actually, no, you elevate, when you know that you're good at something, you elevate yourself to a higher level, yeah, sure. uh, emotionally and socially and physically. So when you see someone trying to fight with you and you know that you can't get them down, you'll be just like, whatever. I mean, people don't fight me normally, but if I had karate, I'll fight people all the time. Yeah, that's, you know what I mean? that's why I try not to get drunk. <laughs> I'll be out in the street like, yo, you want to go? But I mean, that's, that's, man, that's fantastic. Um, let me do this before we do uh, our segment called Drop Line. You guys need to hear the drop line because we're about to get her down. But let me do this. Um, so what is one thing you want to tell a student, a young person out there today who's trying to make an impact but do not know what to do? I know you guys have touched a little about it, but just say, what is your, let's say, what is your one word? What is one thing you want to tell them today? Someone out there who's trying to do something different but maybe don't know what to do or they're stuck. You're saying one word? Yeah, one word or what you believe helps. Um... Perseverance. Yes, okay. Perseverance. Perseverance. That's, well, what's your one word? Someone out there who's just trying to make it happen and it's not, it's, it seems like, you know, everything is turn around. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I love that. Okay, cool. Um, we're going to do a segment called Drop Line and it's basically, uh, so I'm going to explain it, right? So it's more of like, it's a freestyle rap, but it's not like a rap rap, but it's more of like a two word rap where I, where I say, I'm in a studio without a mic, drop a line, and then you go, right? And it's, it's no, I don't have a beat, I haven't gotten a beat yet. But he's going to start first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going to start first. Yeah, because he's a, he's a rapper. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's basically, you know, it's, it's going to be two words. You don't have to be, you don't have to rap like a whole line. You know, it's not, today's not the EP version. But it's just two lines, uh, two lines, right? So, if you uh, miss on the beat, you go out. So you wait. We have, we're gonna have a chance. I can't go out now. No, not go out. <laughs> <laughs> not go out. No, no. So if you if you miss a bit, uh, you you lose that round, and then the last two people fight it out, and we got a champion. So you gotta know. say. So you stand on the studio without a mic. So you gotta say something like something, that. Something like that, or something that you, you can just say. Uh, I gotta watch all the time. It, it has to rhyme okay. some way, but it's. It has uh, to rhyme. It didn't rhyme. Not like rhyme. Not like rhyme in terms okay, of yeah. words, but it has to be like something like. 
you know, uh, you are in a, uh, a university with a lot of books or in a class okay, with a book. Some, somebody you. knows me. Not like Ryan, because I can't rhyme. Okay, I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm, off, I'm off key, off core, whatever it is called. But okay, let's go. So I'm going to start. And it's going to go like to you and then you and then back. So <laughs> stop thinking when I start saying stuff. I'm going to start what I already said. Okay, I'm going to go. So, I'm gonna, so this is what can happen. So when I say, you say, I say drop line. So when you say, you say drop line. That means the next person has to say something. If you don't say something, you're out. Okay, cool. All right, I'm going to do the thing I already said. I'm in the studio without a mic. Drop line. I'm on the beach without a towel. Drop mic. I'm in a class without a mic. Drop line. I'm on a laptop without a keys. Drop line. I'm at a buffet without a plate. Drop line. I'm in a car without a gas. Drop line. I'm in an app without a Google. Drop line. I'm on a website without a dot com. Drop line. I'm on a phone without a number. <laughs> I lost. No, you got it. You got it. <laughs> I didn't know what to you, know, you, you, guys, you guys, you guys got it. You guys got it. So you guys go back to back. Back to back. Okay. You want to come closer to the mic so people can see hear, hear your drop line. They want to okay. hear it. Because you, this might drop on YouTube. You know what I mean? And you, you're famous. You, you want to spit your best lyrics. You know what I mean? Best lyrics. All right, okay. you start. I'm at a school without a teacher. Drop line. I'm a teacher without students. Drop line. I'm students without a teacher, drop line. I'm a student without a book, drop line. I'm a book without a word, drop line. I'm a word without meaning, drop line. Are you out of here? You Garib Garibi is a drop line champion, a drop line kick. He said he could have rap, and he was a game. Look at that. Hey, Garib Garibi on YouTube, he has a rap, rap, rap single coming out real soon. All right, okay, cool. All right, let's do this. Where can people catch you guys at? Where can they catch you at social media? Uh, Instagram is just um, healthy hip hop. So I mean, that's pretty much on all the social medias. Or personally, Roy Scott. Okay. Dot boycott. Okay. Roy Scott. Boycott, and also. This is his look. So if you if you see the page, this is him. He came with the look. He came with the look. He kind of represent. You know what I mean? So you know you will not miss him on social media. Let him know, Garib. Great. Well, I'm I'm on Twitter. Okay. So you can just go Garib Garib. Okay. Uh, Alex, you just Google Alex and search up the first thing. So you can learn more about our technology and uh, get in contact with us. Okay. And also, I'm so I'm trying to get a knock on. I'm trying to get a twenty grand. You know, you guys might have to give me a tips. You know, after the show, because I need that money. Well, actually, the, the the entrepreneurship quest is about to start. Yes, yeah, about to start. The proposal deadline is November ten or eleven, I believe. Wow. Yeah, so, um, and, that, and that's for you and KC students only. That's for you and KC students. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, you, you're not gonna oh, come. Okay. I'm gonna change you out. You already got your money. Come on now, man. Come on now. You got here. I don't know if I can get in on that or not. Nah, you're not doing hey, healthy hip hop, but you got a, a whole app coming out. No, we gotta let us eat. You gotta let us eat. You know. So what's your idea? My you're idea. Right I'm right here. This is me right here. This is my idea. Drop line. I'm trying to drop line. Drop line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to drop the drop line. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You, you, this is the word. They're gonna steal it. You know what I mean? My ideas are private. I mean, okay, cool. We're, we're at the end of the show, and man, I hope you guys enjoyed this show. And remember, please go to YouTube at Fired Up KC to subscribe. And hey, always stay fired up, pursue your purpose, and man, don't give up. Persistence. Just do it. All right? See you guys next time. Bye-bye for now. Peace. Thank you. Hey, you guys. I'm Mel, so make sure you keep watching on Fired Up KC. And I'm Reagan. Make sure you subscribe.